This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Cat Video Festival Day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. Yes. <laughs> I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Cat Video Fest tonight. CHS Field. I believe there are still general admission tickets available. And the weather is going to be mighty fine. What? So, new pussycats. All you feline lovers. Uh, hope We're going to be are... feline fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we hope to see you tonight. Uh, now, one person I don't think will be showing up tonight to Cat Video Festival, but I don't know. I don't know what she's up to. Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Sounds like Cat Video Festival would be a great place for a date. Oh, it's, she's still sad, though. I don't know if that she can leave the house yet. So, you guys, um, Jennifer Aniston is... I know you're like, well, sad Jennifer Aniston. I thought she was like in a good place. I mean, she might be, but the media is not going to let her be that Mm-mm. way. Exclusive. What Jennifer Aniston looks for above everything. Now that she's dating again. Also, um, Colleen, this just proves the point that you made that we are going to move from Jennifer Aniston having babies because she can't do that anymore, according to the tabloids. Yeah. Right. So now we have to focus on the only other thing she has left as a woman, and that's men. Men. You know, I think I said that off the air yesterday. I don't yeah. think I actually made, but I. But well, but you said it. I did say it, and I just want to just to sort of plead the case very quickly. Yeah. If we pay attention to the storyline. Over the last few days about Jennifer Aniston, first, we had the rumor that she and David Schwimmer were dating. Mm -hmm. And then we had this whole, um, you know, weird back and forth between her and Justin Theroux, her ex-husband. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. I feel like what's going to happen now is we've pivoted because she's now, what, over 50? 52. And, you know, some might say... She's past her childbearing years. Yeah. So we no longer can rest on the narrative Jennifer Aniston wants to have babies. Now it has to be all about her dating life and yeah. her sex well, life. What else does she have left? Nothing. Otherwise she'd just be cold and alone. Yeah. Which right? you know, you know women can't be alone. No. That, they that, can't survive that way. I mean, it's one thing to be barren, but to be right. barren, old and alone. Oh my gosh. Mm. How, anyway, would, how would she do it? Exclusive over at Us Weekly. So adding to your thesis, Us Weekly has done a deep dive, thanks to a source, into what Jennifer Aniston looks for in a man. I is hope the first thing is single. I, or or just not, right? Like, I, I anyway, let me tell you what the story okay. is. Okay, so according to all sources exclusively... In the new issue, um, it, it 
Okay. After things with Justin Thoreau ended, Jen decided to take a break from dating and enjoy her own company for a while. Oh, she mm-hmm. she threw herself into her work. And this is what I love is that like people aren't allowed to do multiple things at no. once. You're either like and we do this to ourselves, frankly. So the tabloids are terrible because of the platforms they have and the reach that they have. Mm-hmm. But please just think about your own life and the dumb things that you've said throughout your life about dating and mm-hmm. relationships. And we compartmentalize things in such a bizarre way sometimes. So, which kind of like enforce, like forces us to be sad and pathetic. Uh, she threw herself into her work, hung out with friends on the weekends, and got in touch with her spiritual side. It was important for her to, you know, take a step back and feel grounded. She found that rewarding and therapeutic. I mean, I would just call that living a life. I The part that I take issue with is the notion that she that like we have to live our life like you said kind of compartmentalize that we have to live our life in seasons and that you get to choose what that season is as you go into it right that she would say like i'm gonna just be alone for now and i'm gonna work on my spirituality like you can't do all the things yeah and and again we do that to ourselves and we put that on other people like you you know what you need right now is you just need to like not date and focus on you when i would just say like that's Okay, sure, that sounds great. Like, right, it it makes for a great episode of a Lifetime movie. Mm -hmm. And you see her, like, going to the bookstore Mm -hmm. and thumbing through books and enjoying a coffee alone, looking out the window, noticeably being somewhat forlorn, because, of Mm -hmm. course, you can't be totally happy alone. Of course. Um, But kind of just reveling in her aloneness. Mm -hmm. Taking a yoga class. Until she happens to be walking down the street and she drops, you know, her romance novel Mm -hmm. because... That's all she has is to think about the life that she's not living. And as she, you know, bends over to pick it up, some guy's like, here, did you drop this? And they almost accidentally kiss on the way up. Oh, and then they perfect. Meet and then everything goes slow motion. And then they fall in love and mm-hmm. live happily ever after. Yeah. That's just it's just not the way life works. But back to the tabloids and the very exclusive source who's talking to TM- TMZ, Us Weekly. Same thing. Not really. Eventually, though, Colleen. Jennifer did a lot of reflection. She decided to let loose and start dating again. You know? Okay, wait. Can I just, can I give you that, what that scene looked like? It was a Saturday morning. She woke up and she was about to go about her regular routine of going to the coffee shop and reading her romance novels. And she sat up in bed and she stretched. And then she thought, (laughs) I don't want to do that today. And then she took her hair out of her ponytail and she shook it out and she went... I'm going to look for a man. I'm looking sexy. And then there's a musical montage. Oh, God. She, uh, this article goes on to say that, by the way, remember, the payoff is supposed to be what is Jen actually looking for in a man? So we've gotten to the point in the movie where she's decided she's going to go after a man. Also, go after a man. Right. Like, as if, you know, you're on the hunt, Mm -hmm. because that happens. Mm -hmm. Tell me how often you've been on the hunt. Uh, Whenever I have it, that's when it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. You just need to stop looking. Called Kyle. desperation. And you just Ugly. stop looking because once you stop looking, you're going to find something. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Self help book. I'm sorry. I just saw the next sentence. Quote Jen is way more impressed by guys who are unaffected and have their what? 
Because the next sentence is noting that she started to look outside of the entertainment world for her next partner. Of course, clearly. Right. Like, I don't need an actor this time. She just can't be bothered by the life. She wants to have a breath of fresh air. Mm. Jen is way more impressed by guys who are unaffected and have their heads screwed on straight than the flashy, braggy types who are all over Hollywood. Continues the insider. What she looks for above everything these days... Wait for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it writes itself. So now we're we're to her list of what she's looking for in a man she's going to date. Okay. Kindness, humor, and good looks, of course. But more than anything, she's after chemistry. I mean, this is just crap. And I hope that the writer who wrote this is getting paid well for their fiction. <laughs> because um, I think very likely it's a combination of two things where Jennifer Aniston is concerned. First of all, this story is just like a dime store tabloid Mm -hmm. piece of trash. However, it's parading around as an exclusive, which tells me that the other possibility here in regard to our good friend Jennifer Aniston is that her and her people are fully aware of the need for her to have a narrative throughout the tabloid sphere Right. It's worked for her. Didn't you? I'm trying to remember if it was a podcast that you listened to or an article you read, but it was about basically how Jennifer Aniston had leveraged the tabloids and how that was really a partnership when we were going through the whole like Jennifer, like she, she played it up. Yeah. So you're referencing that episode, I believe of the Dakota ring podcast, which I think is titled simply Sad Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's actually sort of a brilliant, not sort of, it, it is a brilliant narrative on the history of tabloids mm-hmm. and celebrity journalism, quote unquote, but buried within that or as a means to tell that story, they focus on this idea that Jennifer Aniston is always just poor Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. right? Like post Brad Pitt. And then her changing that narrative and taking control of it is also what other, I mean, that is representative of what celebrities have done over the last decade plus, probably two decades now, almost, where they are in control. They are the ones putting out the narratives. They are the one using their, because they have so much more power. So like tabloids used to have all the power, right? Because they had all the employees. They had, because they had huge budgets. They had tons of reporters. They had tons of people, you know, in a way that they don't today. Those people have since gone on to do other things, which are things like working for celebrities directly with their PR. Like the the power has shifted so that celebrities teams themselves are pushing narratives because tabloids are lazy. They're not doing the work. They will take your work and run with it. So just give them a story. Right. And that's why when I look at this exclusive in Us Weekly about Jennifer Aniston dating again, I'm like, I know we're all going to do the thing because now we're we're the audience is catching up to what's going on about 10 years too late. Mm hmm. Example, Britney Spears, the Mm -hmm. documentary about Britney Spears, wherein we all went, oh, my God, we've been horrible to Britney Spears. Right, like we did this. Anybody who's been paying attention knows that we've been doing that for years, but now it's changed. Right. Right? Because of the Kardashians, because of people like Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie. There's a way to leverage it. So that is all to just say, I, I would not be surprised then if Jennifer Aniston's people are fully engaged and not at the level of like 
hey, Jennifer, I think now we're going to do this. I mean, I'm sure they have those kinds of discussions from a broader perspective. Like a high-level boardroom kind of tossing ideas out there, brainstorming thing. Yeah, but I bet there are people at a much lower level who are connected to promoting her Mm -hmm. who are out there sourcing themselves to tabloids. I'm telling you, you should watch, now I'm going to get it wrong, the show Flack. Yeah, you've referenced this before. Yes. What's it on again? So that's on Amazon. And it's uh, it centers around a person who works for a PR firm. And, and it's sensationalized. But you do get that sense of like where the interns are trying to get the attention of the paparazzi and how they manipulate storylines. Because they know what's going to sell magazines and what's going to make their clients continue to look good. And it's a fascinating, it is, it will confirm all the things that we think. And what is the, what's that, who's that guy? This is a question I'm asking you to have the answer for. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you do, but you'll remember I started reading this book. It's like everything, it's basically proving the fact that everything, nothing is real and right. everyone's smokes. smokes. I will find the name of the book, but he talks about as someone who worked PR and marketing and branding and getting stories out. He talks about how he manipulated, like they would plant really negative stories about somebody they were trying to get positive PR for because they knew that they could plant these negative stories and in turn it would create this backlash that would get, I mean, so it's, it's like right, there are people on that level who are literally doing that, even if the person that they're talking about has no, no clue. idea because all they want is to make sure they're getting good press. And at the end of the day, if they get that and it gets them jobs, that's the measuring stick. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese after this on my talk one Oh seven, one.